Hey everybody, welcome to Thursday. Happy day to you. Happy June 29th. I can't believe we're coming to the end of June. I hope you've had a good month and that you're having a good summer. I am sitting here on a Wednesday morning with so many things going on in uh, good things in the ministry. Our roof is being replaced at the school, but man, what a nightmare that project is. So please pray with us that it will go smoothly. We have registration coming in for the school. We opened up a new K-4 class. Um, we have new staff joining our team, both church and school. We just finished our church budget process. We're neck deep in the school budgeting process. Um, we're praying that God will send us 420 students. We are renovating bathrooms. Um, we are painting classrooms. I'm talking a lot about the school, aren't I? Um, mid midsummer, uh, we are our our church staff. Some are c- taking vacations. Some are getting back from vacations. We have people in our church family all over the place. Sunday, I met so many new people that are coming to Emmanuel, and uh, it was so great to meet them in the lobby. We shook hands. We uh, got to know each other. God's working in so many lives. We saw believers, new believers, that that were uh, baptized on Sunday. We're coming. We're closing in on the end of John. I was mapping out the series, and I think we end the Gospel of John uh, at the end of September. Perfect timing to go right into October and uh, Emmanuel Global. I'm praying about the next uh, series or the next book study and. I've got 10 things I want to do, and I'm asking the Lord to show me which one, which direction to go. And then uh, just before the opening was rolling, I was looking at where we are in Psalms on Enough for Today, and thank you for taking this journey with me. We are now three years, more than three years in to Enough for Today, and guess what? We're starting today, Psalm 81, but this is actually our 99th Psalm, 99 Psalms we've gone literally word by word or phrase by phrase and we have thought and prayed and mused and meditated our way through these psalms and I don't know about you but this journey's been so rich it's been so wonderful it's been so great and I'm so thankful you've taken it with me um, and that you are joining me today it's been great just to hang out for 10 or 15 minutes or 8 or 7 or whatever it is every day and to let God shape us and I can speak for myself This journey has completely reshaped me. It has filled in theological questions I had. It has shown me God's heart. It has shown me my own heart and emotions and emotional processes. It has taught me how to handle my emotions with God and process. It's it's, it's a psychological book. It's a theological book. It's an emotional book. It is, um, it, it is, it covers the story of the Bible. It covers the heart of God. It covers the story of the gospel. We've just had an amazing, amazing journey together. I mentioned yesterday, uh, I want to expand that journey. Now that I'm finished with my degree work, I finished my doctorate a few months ago, or a few weeks ago, I should say, and and um, now that school time, that study time, that 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 uh, you know degree work time, I want to expand. And so we're gonna we're gonna take enough for today. Uh, 100% to YouTube. We're going to develop a separate t- Bible teaching channel, um, and uh, and it, it, we'll still be posting links to these studies together uh, in whatever format you're finding this. If you're finding us on Twitter or Facebook or whatever page on Facebook you're finding it, uh, you'll still be able to get to it from the church page. You'll still be able to get to it from Facebook. But ultimately, we're going to ask everybody in this community, in this, in this adventure together, um, to subscribe to this YouTube channel and take the ongoing journey with us 
in that way. And all that does, it's, it's a little like one degree shift for me and for you. But uh, those that are advising me say, Pastor Kerry, it's going to open up the teaching of the Bible organically for God to take it digitally to the world in some pretty wonderful ways. So we'll just see how God develops it together. And I hope you'll pray with me about that. So that switch, that minor switch, and you may not even notice it, um, is going to happen on July the 10th. So uh, about a week and a half from now, we will, that'll be a Monday, Monday, July the 10th. After July 4th week, we're going to hit the ground running with that new uh, endeavor. You pray that God will bless it. And more than anything, pray that souls will be saved. That's my prayer. That's, that's the purpose of my life is to see new believers born and uh, born believers growing and growing believers encouraged. Um, that's, that's why I breathe and live. And so why wouldn't we want more people to experience God's teaching, God's word? Psalm 81 is on deck today. I'm so excited we get to start a new psalm. So open your Bible or your app and join me there. And as is our habit, what we do is we read the psalm. We kind of do a flyby. And this is a psalm of worship. And I love these because they call us into a fresh celebration of God. And they remind us that God's heart is celebratory, that he is a joyful God, that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And we ended the last psalm with God smiling. God caused thy face to shine and we shall be saved. And so Psalm 81 is a perfect follow-up to that new life that was breathed at the end of Psalm 80 to a, to a dead nation, a nation that was under judgment. Um, God promised a man of his right hand and the son of man who would quicken us and save us and bring about the mercy of God to uh, the relationship, restored mercy again, grace again, uh, God smiling and favoring us again. And now we, this is how we exist in the favor of God, in the mercy of God, and a lifestyle of worship. And so worship is not just something you do on Sunday. It's not just music. It's not uh, just uh, bowing down. It's not just standing up. It's not just celebrating. Worship is any act of love and adoration done to the Lord um, in sincerity. And so it does include worship. It also includes listening and understanding the word of God. So you can say, to a degree, every time we meet on this podcast, on this video, every single time we're worshiping, we're going to the word of God, we're asking the spirit of God to teach us by his authority, we're listening and we're subjecting ourselves to the truth and we're letting the truth change us. That is worship. So worship is music and celebration and it is bowing down in reverence and it is dancing in joy to the Lord. It is also receiving the word but it is also, thirdly, obeying the Lord. It is also following him and trusting him and engaging his commands. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. So obedience is an act of love. So with that, I just lay that out because that's how this psalm breaks down. In fact, um, Warren Wearsby breaks it down into three parts. Verses 1 to 5, praising God's name. Verses 6 to 10, hearing God's word. And verses 11 to 16, obeying God. God's will. So with that, um, let's read it together and, and see what it says. To the chief musician upon Giddith, that's, that's a stringed instrument, a psalm of Asaph, 
whether Asaph himself, whether his son, whether his descendant, we're not sure. This, by the way, is a psalm that would have been used during a particular feast and maybe more than one. We don't know which feast is specifically called out here. It's most likely the autumn or the fall feast called the Festival of Tents, the Feast of Tabernacles. Um, the trumpet that's going to be referenced here is the shofar, the ram's horn. Um, and so it's, it's all about celebration. And the Festival of Trumpets was... It was the spiritual equivalent to what we do in New England or really other parts of the country in September and October, October when we have all these uh, festivals or, uh, or, or um, fairs, okay? These, these extravaganzas, the Big E, the Berlin Fair, you know, it could go on if you're in Connecticut, you know what I'm talking about. Um, these, these, these celebrations of the end of the harvest preceding winter um, and celebrating the abundance and the blessing of, of provision. God provided all year long and he called his people to come to Jerusalem to camp out uh, for a week to celebrate him. And it was incredibly colorful. It was incredibly light hearted and light, actually um, physically light. It was incredibly abundant in its feasting and its celebration. It was a national party in worship to God. It was a beautiful, wonderful thing. Probably the most anticipated one, I guess probably Passover would be right there too, but one of the most anticipated times of the year for the nation of Israel. So this is God's heart for his people as they come together for a feast. All right, enough talking. Let's read it. Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take a psalm and bring hither the timbrel and pleasant harp with the psaltery. Blow up the trumpet in the new moon and the time appointed on our solemn feast day. For this was a statute for Israel and the law of God of Jacob. He is ordained, this he ordained in Joseph for a testimony when he went out through the land of Egypt. When I heard a language that I understood not, I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were delivered from the pots. Thou callest in trouble and I delivered thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah, Selah. I hear, hear, O my people, I will testify unto thee. O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me, there shall no strange gods be in thee, neither shalt thou worship any strange god. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel would none of me. So I gave them up unto their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsels. O that my people would hearken unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and with honey out of the rock should I have satisfied thee. Wow, what a great psalm. And uh, some strong truth here. So we celebrate we listen, we obey. This is worship. This is uh, the psalm that's before us, Psalm 81. So we'll leave it here for today. Think about these things, Psalm 81. Meditate on these things. Thanks for joining me. Have a great Thursday. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. See you tomorrow.